switched on on F104 and I'm joined by strength and conditioning coach and PT Darren McDonald. Hello. How's it going? How are you getting on? Thank you so much for chatting to us. So I was reading an article there during the week where it's saying that HIIT training may not be the best for us if we're doing it a long time during the week. Uh, yeah, like I guess with it, with anything, like obviously if you do too much of any one thing, it's obviously going to have some sort of kind of negative effect on you, I guess, mm-hmm. if you do too much of it. So I guess that's probably the angle that the article we're going with. So what does HIIT training usually include? So HIIT training is basically where you do a bout of kind of high intensity exercise, like quite high intensity, mm-hmm. and then you get a rest period after that. You repeat it a number of times. Usually that might be in a class for 30, 45 minutes, even an hour. And then that will hopefully elicit some sort of physical adaptation. So what tends to be then the negative impact it could have if you're doing it too much in one week? Well, specifically to do it too much in one week, like when you do any sort of high intensity exercise, it's basically, it's quite demanding on your body. So it's demanding joints, it's demanding on your nervous system, it's quite demanding on you so what ends up happening is if you do something any sort of exercise you want to try and recover so you always need to give yourself ample time to recover from any bout of exercise and if you're doing high intensity work you generally need more rest than say if you're doing lower intensity work so if you go for a run today tomorrow you could probably run again but if you do high intensity stuff it usually takes you know two to three days to be fully recovered to go again so if you're doing it you know four or five six times a week which some people do then it can have a really bad impact on your body and on your nervous system and on your hormones and stuff like that. Because it's not really giving you time to repair and rebuild, really. Yeah, exactly. And then you can obviously just have a, if you basically don't allow yourself to recover, you actually start to get worse and worse and worse and you start a negative effect from training. So if somebody, say there's a newbie who's looking to do some sort of exercise routine or get into training, what's the best way to approach it? Well, I suppose the first thing you want to figure out is kind of what are your goals? What is it that you're looking to achieve? If you're, you know, if you're someone who's getting into exercise and you'd love to be able to run longer distance, obviously starting with something that involves running is obviously going to be the main thing. So, you know, keeping the main thing, the main thing is the, is the primary focus there. But in terms of obviously as far as hit goes, it is great because it does cover a wide variety of different, you know, um, adaptations, I guess. So like you can get fitter, you can get stronger, you can get healthier, you can obviously lose body fat and so on and so forth. But in terms of a lot of beginners will go to the gym and they'll just think, okay, HIIT covers all the bases. Mm-hmm. It's like a it's like a Swiss army knife. It does lots of different things. So I'll just do this. But if you're someone who's a newbie, it can be quite challenging because some of the stuff in those classes or in those sessions would be quite demanding. So it very much depends on someone's goals, what it is they're looking to achieve and then what it is that they want to do, and also what it is that they enjoy doing. So it's mm-hmm. a kind of a, there's multi-factors to it. When it comes to weight training, we hear a lot, or I do, because I think I just listen to a lot of podcasts that seem to tell me to do weight training all the time. But yeah. is it as good as that they say it is for us? Yeah, like obviously I'm incredibly biased because I'm a strength <laughs> coach, I'm a personal trainer, I'm an online coach, and I love to weight train myself. So the majority of the work that I do with my clients is going to be strength training. But it is massively beneficial for anybody at any age so Mm. everyone knows or hopefully they know at this stage by the time you kind of start to get past 40 your muscle starts to basically begin to break down you start to lose muscle tissue you can lose a pretty significant amount of muscle tissue every decade and one of the best ways to maintain muscle tissue is to be strength training so there's 
a massive element of retaining the muscle tissue that you may have as you get older. And that's where a lot of podcasts are talking about in terms of from a longevity standpoint, which mm-hmm. seems to be a big buzzword at the moment. Mm-hmm. But then in terms of actual like getting stronger, building muscle tissue, you know, also being able to, you know, get into a shape that you may want to if you're looking to lose body fat or if you're looking to build muscle, it obviously is massively helpful that way as well. Um, as you say, the, it does start to deteriorate once you reach a certain age. But can you build that back up or are you just kind of building on what you'll have already? So, like, obviously, when everyone's in their prime, you know, between the ages of, like, 20 and their late 30s, obviously, it's much easier to build muscle tissue. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, you're in a great position to do so. But then as you get older, you can build muscle, but it's an incredibly challenging thing to do. Okay, so kind of try and get it in before you reach 40. Yeah, well, not, it doesn't have to be that kind of put off. But, like, you know, you can you can build muscle at any age. It's just quite It takes quite a bit longer, yeah. Things obviously start to drop off. Like, for instance, the big one for, for men is that, like, their their testosterone drops off as they age. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, testosterone is massively important for building muscle. So, if you're someone who has very low level of muscle tissue, very low level of testosterone, and you're finding yourself basically trying to build muscle, you know, you, you can continue, continuously try, but it can be a... A pretty challenging thing to do. Should we be doing or working out or doing some sort of exercise every day? Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I, I think you should. But then there's also there's kind of a few different bits to that. Like obviously, it you could do exercise. Like for instance, you could weight train one day. The next day, you could do a bit of yoga or mobility or something mm-hmm. along those lines. Then you could do some sort of cardiovascular training, and then kind of mixing different types of exercise into your week. But doing one specific type of training consistently each and every day can have negative effects, as we were saying about the, the HIIT training. So it is good to mix it up, really? Yeah, but obviously with that, obviously having a level of structure to it because mm-hmm. doing loads of different things randomly won't help you progress mm-hmm. consistently. So I'm assuming at that point, like if you're starting out, it might be good to get advice from somebody. Who knows? Yeah, absolutely. So like I always say to everyone, I was like, if you... Get yourself a coach. It's, it's the best thing you'll ever do. And obviously, I am, again, biased in this sense. But mm-hmm. in terms of, like, a personal trainer, an online coach, an S&T coach, go to really good gym classes where, you know, they run proper classes where you're being watched, you're being minded, you're being taught, you're being coached the whole time is going to be key. I'm assuming in, within this conversation, diet is probably high up there as well. Yeah, absolutely. So, like... Obviously, if you're someone who's looking to lose body fat, obviously being in a calorie deficit is going to be quite important. If you're someone who's trying to build muscle, being in a calorie surplus is going to be important. If you're someone who's looking for the general health benefits of exercise, which is also fantastic, like you've got to make sure that your nutrition is in a pretty decent place. Like it doesn't have to be absolutely perfect, but it does have to be in a pretty decent place. Yeah. So everything just needs to be, I suppose, looked at and then you figure out one, what you enjoy and also what you're going to keep doing because I joined a gym and I'm just, I'm very hit or miss. So I'm trying Mm -hmm. to, I'm trying to get better at being consistent about it, but I find it difficult and I think a lot of people find it difficult at the start, don't they? 100%, yeah, absolutely. I think like you you hit the nail on the head there. It's kind of finding what it is that you want to do and then also what it is that you enjoy. But like, the reason for starting exercise, like the, the, your goal, like what it is that you're looking to achieve has to be fairly strong and you have to know exactly why you're going to do something. Like everyone knows, you know, say when you're in school or anything like that and you had to go to a class that you didn't really like, you'd switch off, you'd lose interest or maybe mm-hmm. you'd drop a class in college or something along those lines. 
like if you're not interested in something or if you don't know why you're doing it or the outcome that that's going to create, it's very, very hard to want to stick to something. Absolutely. How can people find out more about what you do? Uh, so they can go to my social media channels. So I'm on Instagram, I'm on TikTok, at Coach Dara. So Coach and then D-A-R-A-G-H is my handle on Instagram and on Twitter as well. Excellent. Dara McDonald, thank you so much for chatting to us. More than welcome.